0: a podcast where you will hear unfiltered, raw, honest, and uniquely funny interviews with artists you love as they talk about the art they love to make. I'm your host, Ilana Levine. Hey, I heard you need an inspiration. He's to and friends with some revelations. Little on- known fact about my guest today in the fall and winter of 2021 2022 laura cahill a screenwriting teacher was working with eight young acting students from ukraine on zoom in english their last class was february 6 2022 the war in ukraine started 18 days later most of those students fled their homes Miraculously, Laura was able to reunite with her students and started to teach them playwriting. That group of kids have been together ever since. Some of their work has been produced in Sweden, some of their work is going to be produced in New York in August of 2023, but the story of how these young people persevered with their writing and their commitment to the arts and how Laura Cahill as their teacher became so much more than just a teacher, well, that is what we're going to hear about on this week's episode of Little Known Facts with Laura and two of her incredible students. A O K. okay Hey everyone, today we have just an extraordinarily special episode of Little Known Facts. Um, In a few minutes, you are going to hear from two glorious young playwrights who live in Ukraine and their playwriting teacher mentor, Laura Cahill, who is an old, old friend of mine who I've been wanting to have on the show for so long so that this brings us together makes me so happy. So I just want to share with you guys a little bit of the... um history of how these women came together, and then we'll jump into hearing their stories. But as I understand it, and Laura, please jump in if I give misinformation. In the fall and winter of 2021 and 2022, Laura Cahill taught screenwriting to eight young acting students from Kiev on Zoom in English. Their last class was February six, 2022, And the war in Ukraine started 18 days later, and most of her students had to leave their homes. And Laura somehow was able to reunite with these students and start teaching them playwriting, I'm assuming over Zoom. On May 1st, she started teaching a second playwriting class that she'd advertised on a Telegram channel for arts programs for Ukrainian youth. It was supposed to last four weeks, Most of the students were still in Ukraine, but some had fled. That class went so well, they decided to keep going. And on June 1st, the two classes came together, the screenwriting class from the original group and the playwriting class, and started an extraordinary thing called Young Playwrights Ukraine. Six months after this began and after the war started, They read a reading of 18 short works with professional actors reading their words on Zoom. The plays were subsequently produced by Orion Theater in Stockholm, Sweden, and those plays opened on March 20th, 2023 to incredible reviews, ran for 30 performances, and Laura and 10 of the playwrights met in person for the first time in Sweden. That collection of work is actually going to be published, and this group called Young Playwrights Ukraine have continued to meet every Saturday and Sunday for years now with different playwriting and uh, screenwriting mentors working with all of them. The names that are working with them are sort of the who's who of American theater and American screenwriting and what's really amazing is in August of 2023, August 20th, on Zoom, there's going to be a young Ukraine festival 10 minute play performance. So that is like the the very um sterile background of how this happened and now I am so thrilled to introduce to you Tanya and Sasha who are two incredible artists who are working with Laura in this playwriting group um Tanya let me start with you how did you even hear that this class was happening
3: oh I remember the story actually it happened like a year ago on May uh, I saw a post on telegram and I decided to send my text for this project and I was so scared like it actually was so big move for me because it's its project is all about uh, playwriting. It's my passion because uh, I am um, studying film direction here in Kyiv. And uh, from my childhood, I always wanted to be connected with uh, filmmaking and theater. And I sent my text. Uh, and then I uh, saw a letter on my email that I accepted on this project. And that's how it all started, like you told us about.
0: You know, for those of us who don't know, what is the Telegram? Like, that's not something, um, a program that I'm familiar with because I'm an old woman who lives in Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> so can you just even tell me what that is, is a place to go and get info about the arts?
3: Oh, it's, uh, it's social media, like, uh, like Messenger from Facebook, something like that, that we connect.
0: Okay.
2: So I could go on Telegram.
3: Yeah, I guess you can. <laughs>
1: Okay.
2: You could, you could join Telegram and, and it's how I, I didn't know what it was. Either, okay. And it's how I communicate with all the young writers through Telegram. We have our own chat. It's just like our Facebook. Yeah. We have a chat. The same thing. And then there are channels. So if you, uh, are looking for something that you're interested in, you can search through channels and find ways to connect with people doing the same thing that you're doing. We even have our own channel now. And we also have a, um, young Playwrights ukraine family chat that we just started so if you want to stay in touch get telegram and you can join us okay and find out what we're doing okay um sasha
0: you are back in ukraine now correct yes i'm back okay i know you had been in germany and now you're you're home again um can you tell me how you found this group uh
1: actually i love this group because everyone here is so talented and uh, just uh, that thing that we do right now like in this group and uh, everyone writes the thing that's important for Ukraine like for us, for Ukrainian people, for Ukrainian nation nation. and uh, I think that we're all different but we have one thing in common and it's unite us And uh, I just uh, feel so good when I'm here, like in this group. And uh, I think that all these people is uh, like my relatives right now, (laughs)
0: like one big family. I understand that as a theater person, the way uh, it becomes your chosen family in that way. I want to ask you, so... Did both of you have to leave your homes during the war?
1: Yeah, actually, I left uh,
0: Ukraine
1: um, just uh, in April, I think. Uh, But I've been uh, at home since uh, the 21st of uh, February 2022 because uh, uh, we... um, uh, just at first, we were in a different part of Kiev, like in Kyiv's area, and it was too loud there and like uh, too quite scary. So we moved to the uh, to the western part of Ukraine, and then just uh, went to Germany. And uh, I haven't been at home uh, like for a year. Yeah, and right now I'm back, and uh, especially right now I'm in my room. That uh, uh, I wrote like my first monologue was about this room and like live in this room and right now I'm here and it's amazing
0: wow and, like,
1: <laughs> it just it just feels like I am i never been to Germany right like I, that's
0: like, a blur Germany now America. yeah so when you're writing are you all writing your work in English
1: um that's interesting because at first I wrote everything like. Uh, at first in English, but right now I'm experienced uh, I like to experience like writing in Ukrainian and then translate and uh, I think uh, it makes like um, our scripts like um, feel more deeper or something like that. Yeah. Um, but actually I like both ways.
0: And so did you guys grow up learning English like from a very young age in school or does anyone in your family speak English at home?
3: Um, actually, none of my family speaks in English very well. And, um, if you talk about school, uh, it wasn't really good lessons actually, because our teachers don't know so English in a high level. So I learned mostly by myself. And are you
0: guys like growing up watching, like what were your favorite American TV shows when you were younger? And what, what are your favorite shows that you watch? Cause I know so much, many of us learn another language just from watching content that we love in that language.
3: Yeah. It's actually was my way how I learned this language. So, uh, I remember the first TV show that I watched in original, it was Supernatural or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and that's how it, it all started. Supernatural. Sasha, what about you?
1: Yeah, actually, I have this situation with Tanya. None of my family speaks English. And in our school, like, Ukraine, uh, like uh, English level was so bad. So I had a lot of tutors and uh, like, online schools and offline schools of English. And um, But yes, of course, shows and films, it's uh, like uh, the main uh, way. Uh, like for us to learn English, and I think the first show that I uh, saw in English like in the original that was kind of things and uh, then I watched a lot of films just in the original because I didn't really like like the Ukrainian adaptations of films, so I uh, should uh, watch them like or- original versions
0: so Laura, um, you, you know when i when I introduced this program, you started. You had no idea what was coming down the pike politically. You were just going to do this playwriting intensive, I guess. So why Ukraine? Is that a place that you had done playwriting before? Like, how did that even happen? And then, of course, the rest is what unfolded.
2: Everything is so... Um, it First, it had to do with the pandemic. I was teaching on Zoom um, workshops and classes Constantly, and I taught people all over the world. And um, I taught the, the first screenwriting class that I taught um, ended on February sixth. There were about ten kids in that class. They the youngest was eleven, and the oldest was I think eighteen. And um, there they had come to me um, through their acting teacher, who had met people we know. In New York, when she was a student or something in New York a long time ago, it was really very random. And um, when I said goodbye to them on February sixth, I wondered what was about to happen because of you know what we were seeing in the news. But I didn't. Um, I didn't think I'd see them. I didn't think that. Uh, you know, I, I loved them and loved my time with them, but when we said goodbye, I really thought that was goodbye. And then on February 24th, I started looking for them, and I wanted to see them uh, as soon as I could, and playwriting was the uh, the kind of choice because theater is a good response to war, and playwriting is uh, a good way to express um Stories about, uh, life's darkest turns. And I thought that was what we should do. And it was just very low key. We were just writing a little and every, I met them on a Thursday and I said, do you want to do this again on Saturday? Like it, we had no plan at all. And they were moving around a lot. Um, they were, uh, they were, I had just been with them, and so to go from looking at them in their bedrooms um, in Kiev, and they were teenagers, and they were in high school, and they had these big active lives, to two months later, we're on Zoom, and and they're not home, and they're there. They would come on Zoom from trains and buses, and the side of the road. One says truck stop. They had, um, they were you know holding their heads up. Um, they were different. And then in May, um, someone advertised the class on, uh, on a Telegram channel, and I ended up with this class of uh, which was where I met Sasha and Tanya. And um, you had to apply to that class. So that group in May, um, they uh, all submitted their writing. We had I think 36 applicants, and so we took 13. And um, so there was just all this talent. So I had my acting students who were so full of talent, and then these writing students who were so full of talent. And of course, they're all playwrights now. And, um, we didn't know we were going to do a big fancy reading in July, but then we did. And then we said goodbye again because that was the end of the road. And I even posted on Instagram how much I'd missed them. And then days later, um, I heard from Lars Rudolfsson, a director in Stockholm, um who uh had who was in the audience for our reading in July, um because of Christy Wagner Lee. Um she invited Lars and um he wanted to direct the plays and so then we were up and running again and we kept writing and we meet with Lars every week and they were they were rehearsing they rehearsed for a, they rehearsed a long time in Sweden it was like a six or eight week rehearsal process that we got to go through on Zoom and um and then we met 10 of the playwrights and I met in person for the first time on opening night on March 20th in Stockholm which was amazing and so then we weren't going to stop and. um Smith and Krause um, decided to publish the plays. And then we started the second project that will lead to a reading on August 20th. And that's when all the mentors came, the who's who of playwriting and television mentors that we have in our living rooms every Saturday and Sunday, which just is crazy and wonderful. So, okay. First of all,
0: did Tanya and Sasha, were you both able to go to Sweden? Or no?
3: Yeah, we both were there. Okay.
0: So both of you had pieces in the evening. Um, I assume the the actors were Swedish, but they were doing your plays in English. No. It was a
3: whole place were in Swedish language. Okay. So, so they're translated to Swedish. Yes, and it was crazy because you're watching your whole place and you don't understand absolutely everything, <laughs> but you're just trying to catch what's happening on the stage. Yeah,
1: I can remember what your is about, but um, actually for me, I was happy that everything is in Swedish, because I didn't understand nothing. Uh, and uh, I thought that uh, if it were in English, I would cry all the time,
0: just all the pain <laughs> long. Right, it gave you like a a buffer, like an emotional protection yeah. in some way. Well, can I ask you, Sasha? And then I'm going to ask you, Tanya. Can you, in a few sentences, describe what your piece was about?
1: Yeah, mm, my piece um, called "What How Do You Move Here." So it was wait can like, you say that again? How do you what? How, how do you feel fear? Yes, and uh, it was about how different people feel uh, fear like differently because um, that was like someone can feel it like in your throat or, or someone can feel it in a in stomach or in another part of the body. so and uh, everyone acts uh, differently. When they scared, so I wanted to describe like this feeling, like of fear, and how it feels like physically and mentally, and uh, just all the, all this piece, like build it uh, around this like uh, fear feeling.
3: And Tanya, what was your piece about? Okay, and my piece uh, called "True Story" was about five girls. Uh, Uh, they were like sisters slash friends who were separated because of the war yeah so it's kind of my personal actually it's my personal story because I have four best friends who is sisters to each other and uh, we were separate because of the event that happened last year and I I wrote about it
0: So are all of the pieces in that evening and that will be published, are they monologues or are there more, or are there scenes where people are acting with each other?
2: Oh, there's, there are, the longest play, I think is 15 pages, Condrati by uh, Luca. Um, And then your play, Tanya is also long and it's, it's excerpts from a full length play that Tanya was working on. So it's a bunch of scenes from one play. And then there are several short plays, and um, I think there are two or three monologues. Okay. So, can you give us an example, Laura?
0: I want to just take you back. Like, so if you were starting the class, like, let's say you were starting a new class tomorrow, you gather all of these beautiful young people. Um, I think you said the the range of ages is like 16 to 19. So everyone's still in high
2: school, basically, or high school age? Most of them are in college. College. Uh, I think we only have three high school students now, Nicole, Sophia. uh, Yeah. Okay. uh, Okay. Yeah, Luca and Ty are graduating. So, yeah, most of them are already in college.
0: So does the very first class, if you're beginning a new session with artists, does it begin with a prompt? Does it begin with people bringing in what they've already been working on?
2: So sort of what is a day one event with you? Um, it would be a prompt. It would definitely be a writing exercise. And it would be, um, I think, the best thing to do in any kind of writing class or writing workshop is to write. to to work on what comes out of the class and not bring anything in that you had before. Um, but you know, right now we meet on Saturday and on Sunday and on Saturday, one of the mentors leads the group in a writing exercise and, uh, mentors and, and young writers all do the exercise together, which is really exciting. And then on Sunday we do some kind of talk And, you know, a few weeks ago, we did uh, Ukraine's cultural response to war, where we ended up talking a lot about Kiev and um, because I showed a clip of Kiev um, from the point of view of a reporter from PBS that someone sent to me. And I thought it was really beautiful that I was going to show this and I was going to see Kiev, not like I see it on CNN, but like my students see it. But they said that still I didn't it wasn't what they were seeing and one of the young writers was in a McDonald's in Kiev at the time, like while we were on Zoom and she held up her her laptop so I could see the real Kiev. Um and then sometimes it's a, a guest talk from, you know, a playwright, a director, we've had filmmaker, casting director, we've had all kinds of different um guests. So yeah. That's basically what it's like, and it, it it does vary. We make all kinds of different changes, but and then sometimes we have actors come in and do cold readings, which is really exciting. That's fun, yeah, Very
0: to hear helpful. your stuff out loud. Um, so well, let's talk to that. I mean, both of you, Tanya and Sasha, uh, had to leave home for a really long time, and now you're both back in your homes. Um. I'm assuming that's right. Are you, I know Sasha said she was back in her childhood room. Tanya, are you back? I know you're back in Kyiv. Are you back in your home or someplace else? Um,
3: actually, I'm from the western part of Ukraine. So when the war started, I uh, haven't left my home. I stayed. And I moved to Kyiv um On September last year because I started to study here in university so it's not because of the war but just because of my studying so right right now I'm in Kiev because it's exam period so uh, I need to work here yeah
0: understood so Sasha you said you hadn't been home for a long time and now that you're back it's almost as if you never left but are there differences that you can share um the reality of having gone and come away, like when you walk out your door, do things look different? What's different about where you live now?
1: That's so interesting because um, when I first entered, uh, like our apartment, for me, Arison was so small. I don't know why, but Arison was small. Like the the tables were was so like small, and chairs and everything like was some kind of like, I mentioned it, like, bigger, I don't know why, really, but it's so interesting, because um, it feels like your place, but you need to adaptate to it, um, because you forgot some things, and I found uh, a lot of, like, my notes that uh, were here, and I totally forgot about them, that I had them like in my previous life. So uh I told my friend that like I right now I'm here and I don't remember my life in Germany. And when when I was in Germany, I didn't remember my life here so in Kiev. And it's like their surreal or surreal world and here the world is surreal. So I don't know where is my reality right now. And it's and it's so interesting like to to open that sense like in your mind and to uh, ref- to reflect them and um, yeah and also the main thing for me is like when there is no air alar- alarm and uh, no like um, launch a- uh, attacks uh, it's the same like caves the same and the life was the same streets same but when the sirens is on it's totally different
0: What do you do when you hear a siren?
1: I go to my corridor. We, we move to our sofa there and
0: uh, we just stay there. Um, so Tanya, where is your family now? They're still home.
3: Yeah, they're still home in my hometown, Kosiu. Okay, family.
0: so the, the friends that we really, they're your sisters, that you wrote this piece about, where are they now? Are you reconnected? Oh,
3: yeah, we reconnected because uh, my best friend, one of the characters of this play, she moved back uh, from Italy because uh, she was studying acting in Italy from the beginning of the war and in summer she. She came and we finally met. Uh, yes. And where is everyone else? Uh, in different cities, actually, of Ukraine, in Lviv, one of Frankivsk, and uh, one of them is in Kyiv, too. So, yeah, something like that.
0: So, you're building a new show for August of this summer. Tell me what's happening. What are you writing about? And uh... Of course, you'll have to share, we'll share with our audience how they'll be able to watch it on August 20th, but, you know, in some ways that sounds far off, but when you're building something, it moves really quickly and there's there's deadlines that you have to meet. So, are your pieces done yet? Are you still writing them? What are they about? Can you both share about that with me?
1: I think, my my base is in process right now because I have like the first draft of it. it was First it was the monologue that uh, I had. Um, I had it like, it's uh, the monologue, uh, but it's also a dialogue. Like um, the dialogue of like two, uh, two selves, like in yourself. Like the self that was before the war began, and that self that right now, like, lives in Germany, and, uh, they, they have a conversation, like, you're not the same, like, person anymore, but you're physically the same, but it's not you, and, uh, like, they didn't kill you at, uh, 21st of February, but they killed, like, that little girl, uh, that was there, so, right now, I'm thinking of, uh, like, extend this monologue and make it, like, 10 minutes play, Because um, right now I'm in Kiev and I can reflect uh, to this uh, like things more and uh, I have a lot of material right now and uh, I really want to extend it.
0: It's so wild when you were describing coming home, I kept thinking of Alice in Wonderland, like the way she, I don't know, is that a character you're familiar with, Alice in Wonderland? No, maybe <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 anyway it's it's just you know this concept of kind of walking around a home and suddenly feeling really large and everything is sort of like doll size and you you know you feel so much bigger than and you like can't fit in your own seat in a way and that's totally true yeah 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 tanya what about you what are what are you thinking your new piece will be
3: Okay, my new piece is actually mostly done. Uh, We even had uh, cold readings with actors. Yeah, and um, it's uh, also a true story of my friend, a boy who wants to become an actor, and he has some argument with his his mother. So it's kind of like this.
0: I want to talk about that. Tell me about sort of, you know, for a lot of people growing up, when they tell their parents they want to be an artist, um, it makes families very nervous in terms yeah, of, yeah, I know, you know. It's a familiar
3: situation. <laughs>
0: so, tell me, can you talk a little bit about your family's um, understanding of of your art and and why you need it?
3: Actually, my family was prepared for my artistic future from the from the beginning, from the childhood, because. Uh, uh, when I am, ended school in of the ninth grade, I uh, firstly started to study art. Um, um, of appla- I started to study in College of Applied and Decorative Arts. It was uh, like uh, design of textile or something like that. Yes. And uh, then I came on the third uh, year of college. I came to them and said, I want to become a director. Yeah. I I change my mind. I want to film and I want to write and I want to do something like that. And they were shocked. But okay, great. If you want to do it, if if you want to move to Kyiv, you can go <laughs> whenever you want. We will always accept all your choices, and they always are support for me. Can I ask you what your parents' professions are? Yeah, my father is uh, works in politics, and my mother is teacher of Ukrainian literature and Ukrainian language. Okay,
0: Sasha, what about you? What First of all, are you in college now as well? How old are you, Sasha, if you don't mind?
2: 18. 18. I'm
0: a first-year student of
1: Ukrainian university. Okay. and so I study visual arts and management of cultural projects. Yeah, uh, and for my family, it was kind of surprised that in some kind of another way, because all of them saw that I'll become a singer, because uh, I've been singing since I'm 40 years old, and uh, that was very professional. I I entered like a big academy in Kiev, and I was turning around Ukraine with uh, our like uh, lead uh, lead singer. Uh, and uh, when I came to them and said, like, I want to become a director, I'm not interested in a singer, I'm singing, like, no, I'm interested in singing, but I don't see myself as a singer, like, in my future, so I want to make movies, so I'm really into movies, and um, they were so surprised, and uh, they didn't want to realize that at first, but then, like, a few days after my dad uh, came to me and said, like, I found some directing courses for you, so you can apply to them. And uh, then I applied and uh, got, like, my first directing course in the Ukrainian, like, film school or something like that. It was just, the courses; it was just one month. And uh, just thank you to my family like, for
0: supporting me. It's amazing that both of your families were so able to see your passion and want to do what they could to support it. Um, are any of your family members in the military? No. 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 So you haven't been dealing with that in that way in terms of knowing people who are at the front and... and...
3: Um, Actually not because I have a lot of friends who are yeah. Yeah. soldiers so it's kind of sometimes difficult. I even wrote in the beginning of our course, I guess I wrote one short play. We, we had this exercise with Sasha and with another girl, and we needed to write about our experience of war, and I remember that I wrote uh, about, uh, about a situation where I lost uh, one of my closest friends on the war. And yeah, sometimes it's difficult to deal with it, but it's our reality, and that's how it is.
1: Yeah, that was interesting because uh, we had uh, the exercise of writing uh, an interview play, and uh, I wrote that and ta- interviewed Tanya and wrote that story for her. Like that was really dark. I remember uh, she told me that story, and I was crying because that's real and it's in our world. World and uh, everyone like living in it and uh, knows that the stories is not a- like film stories or theater stories it's real and that's like the hardest part of it
0: yeah of course of course i wonder if you guys can talk about what it has meant to work with laura and and the friends of hers who have been a part of this program and how how it has been for you to have this particular artistic outlet
3: actually i can say that it was like an escape from this uh, dark reality of war and it mostly changed everything in my life like i started to imagine myself in writing uh, and uh, and she gave us like a new way for the future and the way where we can move so Laura is just our, like, second mother, I can say. Our artistic mother, yes.
1: Artistic mother, yes, of course. And um, for me, when I left uh, Ukraine, I also left my dream of uh, attending uh, Warsaw University uh, for film directing. And um, then I had a lot of struggles, uh, whether uh, our I was going there or not and uh, this uh, course uh, happened to me and uh, it gave me a lot of hope that uh, I didn't left everything and uh, didn't leave everything and some kind of artistic, uh, like moments of artistic uh, works is right now with me and I can uh, go through everything uh, with the help of
0: art and. Uh, I, like, soon lost everything. Laura, I mean, maybe you know the answer. Is there a chance that this
2: production can come to Ukraine? Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, that would be
0: incredible, right? That would
2: be. Um, That would be incredible. And we've talked a little bit about that, about, you know, what, what could happen.
0: Yeah, what that looks like. Yeah.
2: Um, it's so incredible
0: that Laura, you sit in New York and have all of these relationships, these artistic relationships and, and that have grown into these incredible friendships. I mean, they called you their artistic mother. I guess I just want to ask you, before we say goodbye and I really hope you guys will come back on and we can have more of your, uh, of your group together. It would be really incredible to have just as many as possible. Um, They would love that. Yeah. I just feel like I know with schedules and time differences, it's hard to, to get everyone on the same page, but the more the merrier as they say, it would just be incredible. And maybe we can do that as we get closer to, you know, the actual performance, Mm -hmm. um, But before we say goodbye, if you could just share what this has meant for you.
2: Uh, It's changed my life. It changed the path that I was on, my everyday path. And then it it ended up changing more than that. Um, I had... uh, Twenty-one-year-old daughter, so they're just younger than her. I just had gone through this, these stages um, that you just went through um, and are going through, and uh, so it was like I was ready for them, and it was just so uh, interesting for me to to watch them and to watch them grow they've grown so much and that just adds so much to my life but there's not a day when i'm not thinking about them and talking to them and um yeah so they've they've just given me so much um and i you said it was before alana about watching their careers and so that's also, really, it's something that's really important to me is um, that I'm going to get to watch. I'm going to get to watch all of these careers develop, and um, Tanya will be the next generation of Ukrainian filmmakers and lead that. And Sasha is going to work in Ukraine and, and UK and US and make movies. And I'm going to get to see that. And I'm going to get to help with that. And I'll be a part of that. And I'm really, um, grateful because there's nothing like having young people in your life. Um, you know, it, it just adds so much to the quality of your life and to, and it adds to my work and, they've brought me um together with all kinds of really interesting people like you, Alana, who, you know, I-, I should be seeing and I'm not, and now I am on Zoom every weekend and um people get to reconnect and it's it's just really, really fun. And then they gave me gave me a whole a whole other understanding of um what War means, um, an understanding of a, of Ukraine, um, that I, I had no knowledge of and no information at all. And now I, um, can even read a little. And, um, I've learned so much about, um, the, the rich cultural history, as Sasha, um, calls it. And that's just so much to add so much to my life and my work.
0: So. I don't know if you guys know, I first met Laura. So so Laura um, wrote something called Hysterical Blindness. Are you familiar with Laura's work at all? So Laura is an ex- not just an extraordinary teacher and friend and artistic mother, um, but she is one of the first people I knew in person who went from a spying writer to writing a play, to getting plays produced, to getting her play adapted for television and on HBO in right historical blindness, I think it was HBO. Um, and you know, Uma Thurman was in it and just became like the biggest champion of Laura as a as a writer. And so I had no doubt that Laura would go on to have an incredible career as an artist and and and, and teacher. Um, but it is, it is no surprise to me that with your heart that matches your talent in terms of size, that you would find a way to take everything you do artistically and share it with others in the way that you do. And, I just, I know you guys know how incredible she is, but it's exciting for me to get to say it on my podcast because I've been such a a long, long admirer of her as an artist and a human. Um, And this project is just, I'll say it again, the Young Playwrights Ukraine project is just um, bringing to the forefront so many incredible voices. You are the next generation of writers and directors and And bringing your very particular story from your very particular moment in history and how that is going to affect you and the art you put out is just going to bring so much rich, rich content, provocative, beautiful, painful, inspirational content for all of us. So thank you for your work. Thank you for your time today. I know how much you both have to do. Um, And so thank you for making time to be on the podcast today. I'm really, really grateful to all of you for being here. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you, too. I end every episode asking my guests if they have a little known fact, like some small thing about themselves that most people don't know. It can be funny, it can be serious, it can be, I'm allergic to peanuts. It could be anything. Mm-hmm. But do each of you have a little known fact about you that you can share before we say goodbye?
3: Oh, tough
1: question. I think I have one. Great. I hate
0: drink coffee or tea with sugar. <laughs> mm-hmm. I will not put sugar in your coffee and tea when you come to New York. That is a promise.
3: Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, strange facts. All of my crushes that I fell in love with uh, played saxophone. I don't know why. Uh, like five people. It's just coincidence. Like. Okay,
0: that, I've never heard anything like that before. That's amazing. <laughs>
2: And mine is that, I know that nobody knows, unless they've seen it on Zoom, is that I do Legos.
0: built <laughs> Legos. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, Tanya and Sasha and Laura, thank you for being on the podcast today. I am so grateful. I wish you all a great rest of your day. And until next time. Thank you. Thank you. you. Thank Bye you. Bye, so guys. All thank man. you. Of course of course all right all have a great day thank you for being on the show bye bye Bye. a-okay little known fact now you can watch hours and hours of my interviews with your favorite artists as they talk about the art they love to make on YouTube that's right I have a YouTube channel it's called Little Known Facts with Alana Levine catchy right subscribe, and enjoy. Little Known Fact, if you want to donate to the podcast, just go to littleknownfactspodcast.com forward slash donations. Thank you so much in advance for your generosity. Have a great day.